comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand. Hello and welcome to 4000 and Counting. I'm Wally, this is Mark, and today we are going to be discussing something I never wish that I was going to have to talk about on 4000 and Counting. Um, over the years of doing this podcast, we've been lucky enough to talk to some absolute beauties and you know become friends with them and invite them to our charity games and to be part of things that you know that we're trying to do here at four thousand and counting and alex graham he was one of those men not only is he a former podcast guest if you cast your mind back to just before he was heading out to the ohl and he was going to go and get his shot he was good enough to come on and shoot the shit with the boys. Now, at this point, we were still a bunch of degenerates. <laughs> like, and this kid was the up and coming bee's knees, man. And he come on and he and he talked about hockey and he talked about his passion. And he talked about the, you know, like how he was training off ice and trying to maybe inspire some of the other younger guys to to give these things a go. He also traveled down from Sheffield last year to partake in our charity game which for a 19-year-old lad to travel from one end of the country to the other just to help out on our charity push um, was kind of unheard of, actually, for me, having run these events. So that meant a lot to me, and I know it meant a lot to like the fans that come down, and we even had fans come down from Sheffield and things on the back of like boys like him and Bones and Chaz and you know just like the boys that come down and supported it. Now, obviously, the reason we're talking about is with Alex is... He sadly passed away at the weekend, aged 20 years old. Sheffield Steelers released a statement on Monday. And yeah, just just uh, mind-boggling. I think Jamie McElroy said it best. The kid was a generational talent. We don't have many 20-year-old Alex Grahams in this country, if any at all. So a generational talent was actually probably the, the best way I've seen him described by anyone out there. Don't get me wrong. He was talented. He was good. He was this and he was that. But actually, for his generation, he was the guy. He was a kid. Um, and it still doesn't really feel very real right now. It's a bit like surreal. I've yep. done these before. I've been unfortunate enough Uh since since we've been doing this podcast, had Natty Rose, Brent Pope, Andre Pyatt, Jeremy Domish, who else? Marek Choninsky. I think I said his name right. Forgive me if I didn't. Uh, none of them felt good to announce, but something a little bit different about a 20-year-old lad who was just, I don't know, he had the world at his feet. And there's no doubt about it. He was about to go fucking rip the Elite League a new one in my personal yeah. opinion like and I, w- I was really excited to to see what ha- uh what this year had in store for him and to see if he could be getting um getting his way towards that gb call up for the senior team to be maybe going to play against some of the top pool pool a nation players in the entire world and quite rightly so he should have been there or thereabouts because his talent is is certainly is certainly like right at the very best that we've got mark obviously you actually let me know what was your initial thoughts obviously it's sickening to the stomach but honestly i thought you were winding me up i i thought it was a wind up online i honestly did um it's still hard to believe 
I know it's happened. It's awful. And like you said, Mac worded it perfectly. Generational talent. We've spoke so highly of him on our podcast. Even when I was behind the scenes when he did the Alex Graham stuff, you know, contact with him, he was always he would always message back. He was always willing to help. The charity game, like you said, a 19-year-old lad at the time to come down and represent this jersey is, is a yeah, huge honour well, to have. Yeah. It's a huge honour. Um, I, I don't know what to say. I'm just, I'm lost for words. A 20-year-old boy with a whole future ahead of him in, in hockey. He was one of the brightest talents that I can remember in my time of following hockey. It's... It, it, I don't know, it just it's it, it hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, it it does. I, I can't claim to be a, a, a big friend. I've only spoke with him in communications away from, you know, on the on online and stuff. But he's always been a professional. He's always been kind and he was willing enough to come down for the charity game and raise money for a good cause and Yeah, is it rest, he, in, rest he, in peace. He, he was an absolute beauty, mate, right. Obviously, we got a good relationship with the Steel Dogs and stuff like that. And with me living in Basingstoke, that meant they were down here three times a year. I was checking out all the games. But when the dogs came into town, sometimes I'd get there, you know, when the bus gets there, just go shoot the ship with the boys. <laughs> I remember being out there last year, right? And they got the game of two-touch going. And I can't remember who it was, but someone threw like a fucking jelly baby. <laughs> it hit Alex right in the face. He run across the road, man, and rugby tackled this kid into the side of the building, right? Just <laughs> as he did that, boom! Woody walks out with his like clipboard and his coffee about to do like the pregame. Like, what are you boys doing? And that's when I realized, like, mate, so strong, just a big mutant strength. Like, kid was flying. And if anyone has ever been to like Bainstone Ice Rink, like hard metal fucking outside of that building you don't want to be getting shoved in there by alex but i thought on the ice there was more from that of alex last year as well and that's how it yeah. allowed him to put 80 points up in 36 games like he was physical he's big strong could score and i mean you just have to look at the outpour and love from every single guy that's ever played with him the pictures that have been shared kieran brown liam kirk Cole shudra um, like from that kind of era and then like all, all the Steel Dogs boys and owners and stuff now. Obviously, it's going to be very hard for guys like Brammer, Tomo and everyone from within that Steel, Dog, uh, Steel Dogs organisation. So I think we we're thinking of everyone there. And then obviously, Alex for the last three years has been up and down there with the Steelers as well. So there was a big, big lot of love Um from the Sheffield Steelers, former players, I saw lots of tweets and and posts and things from those guys and the Steelers organization sharing those. And every single one was like, well, good friend and great teammate. And that should be the thing that people remember. Like, obviously, he had his shit with GB and some people came out and were giving him nonsense. Did you notice? Not one of the fucking boys came out and said shit. Yes, <laughs> not one. None of that. They were like, "What? You've just sent our best player home. What's going on right now?" Like, you've literally sent our best player home, and all the boys were gutted. Like, and you look, Kieran Brown, the picture he shared, it was him and Alex in their GB unis celebrating a goal, and it's awesome. And there's a really, really 
I guess now it's like a poignant photograph. And it's Alex Neil down in Sheffield with Robert Dowd stood over on top of him. And it's just such a good picture. And it was always a good picture from the start, but like now it just, I don't know, it's really eerie and... Yeah, I can't. I can't explain. Like, there's, there's just certain things. Was that the proposal one with Connolly? It might have been. Was Connolly. it that picture? Yeah. Was it Connolly? Yeah. I think that's the one. If we saw the same one, yeah. Sorry, flies around here. Um, yeah, just there's been some, like some other good ones. It was like all the Brits sitting in the locker room having a pint after the game. Just love that sort of shirt, and obviously all the Steel Dogs boys sharing stuff. Brammer shared a video yesterday that made me laugh, and it was them two topless chasing each other around ice Sheffield, like slapping each other on the back. <laughs> uh, like, you know, that was, you know, Tuesday fun. And I I think, I don't know. I don't even really know what to say, mate. I'm, I'm still trying to like, process it. It never gets easier doing one of these things um, on here, but this one's especially hard. And I don't know. What I will say, moving away from that, if you're one of those fucking dickheads, keep commenting about the vaccine on our post shit you know i'll punch you in the throat if i see you in person keep that shit yeah. away from our page show alex and his family some respect yeah like i mean fuck around and find out it's up to you i don't play internet games trust me if you post that on there and i see you i will throat punch you and that's a promise so keep that shit away from alex's family and the fact that we even have to say that like just have some respect exactly like, like have some seriously have some respect and not only on our page i saw faye andrews has had to talk about it i saw banners on the wall have had to talk about it i saw uh eihl sit i've had to talk about it like sick sick like absolutely sick um it's disgusting and you can you can take your opinions and keep them, keep them to yourself. We don't want any part of that. And none of the UK hockey or worldwide hockey shout out worldwide hockey. Actually, this has been, I think I texted you yesterday. Like I, I pretty much seen this shared or a story posted about it from all walks of the world, whether it was down under the New York times, whether it was the athletic, the hockey news, every time I clicked on something, it's just Alex's face there. And he's not the only one to have lost his life this week. Um, I think the lad's name's George Savin, played in the VHL five games. And I oh, can't remember the other kid's name. 17-year-old Brian something, I want to say. Um, um, I'll try it again. U18 player in Canada, AAA. Three lads in the space of 24 hours. Uh, it's wild. And that's obviously helping these conspiracy theorists come out of the woodwork. Just three unrelated incidents. They yep. just happen. Just happened three to, different areas of the world. Three different areas of the world just so happen to happen in a 24 to 48 hour period. Like you can leave your conspiracy theories at the door. Yeah, keep them to yourself. Just yeah. show some respect to those sort of. Lost sorry, loved this, ones. Sorry, this is taking you can take over. This is taking a bit. I'm raging. Yeah, now. I'm raging. Now. I'm raging now. Sorry, there's no there's no place for it. You know, when do we have to lose respect for humans? 
This yeah. is a young lad. It doesn't matter who it is. You don't start popping this stuff out. You wouldn't like it if it was on any of your loved ones. Just keep it to yourself. You don't need to post it online. Stop trying to be the center of attention. Just post your respects or just, just shut up, please. Or just bypass it. Yeah. Because like a lot of these posts that I'm seeing are from nobody that really follows us. And they've just jumped on. Like We were getting tagged in a YouTube video yesterday. DBX or DXB Media or something. It's it's never shared an ice hockey video in his life. All of a sudden, there's this tribute video to Alex Graham and links to this and links to that. He's posting it all over the place. No one's even heard of this guy. Clickbaiting the shit out of stuff with the death of our friend. And you think we're just going to allow you to post that on our pages. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And you know we have some we have some morals here. Watty and I spoke, and it was a no brainer between us. As you all know now, we monetize from YouTube. But you know what? With Alex Graham sad passing, anything that we do to show respect and tribute to him, yeah, we're we closing off the monetize, and we've got no interest in no. gaining the likes. We've got no interest in getting subscribers. This, this is, is not what this is about. This isn't what this is about. We're here to pay our respects and. Obviously, we want to send our love to his mum and dad and Abby as well. It's, I don't know, it's heartbreaking. As a parent, it's literally your worst nightmare written down. And for it to come come into that fruition like this is, I don't know, it's fucking sickening. So definitely thinking of them. I'm thinking of everybody that's, that's been affected by it. So obviously, the DMs are open. We've always notoriously with all this kind of stuff the way the best that we can and with that that means the dms are open we've i've actually i've spoke to a lot of players in the last i don't know 48 hours here from you know the current steel dogs who are right there now from guys that i used to play with captains and competitors and people that you're all very familiar with i'm not going to go into names or anything like that who've just like reached out and shown love and confusion and sadness and everything from in between. It's a it's a truly truly heartbreaking situation. But for me, I think I said this to my missus yesterday. But arguably, he was the future of Team GB for the next fourteen or fifteen years. Yeah. So from a selfish hockey point of view. As a hockey nation, this is this is like brutal for us as a nation. Obviously, hockey's irrelevant, right? I'm just yeah. saying. I, so don't anyone like take what I'm saying the wrong way. We are a hockey podcast, obviously, so we're going to talk a little bit of the hockey side of things because what we can't do is forget what a talent that boy actually is. And yeah. for me, the biggest thing I was looking forward to was him fucking shoving it up the hoop of all the naysayers. Because I've watched this kid since he was this height. Coming from Bradford and Sheffield, I see him as a junior. He played like a man since he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was a good player and he was progressing so nicely on. And he was so ready to take that next step. I think he kind of dominated last year at that national level and really showed what he was all about and showed sample size in the Elite League. I think he chipped in five or six points in... 15 games last year. 
but that's a sample size. And I saw an interview from, um, I want to say it's a Sheffield staff, maybe back in March or start of April, whenever they were talking about Alex going to the to the Steelers. And he was confident and he was going out to aim to get 10 plus goals in his first like full season. And I was like, yeah, that kid's got no problem going to do that. Yeah. Literally no problem. When I read that interview, I thought it was a bit, I was like, he's going to score more than that. <laughs> like he really is going to score more than that. And I just can't believe I'm not going to get to see him do it. Um, we are it's just going to move on from that. So, Obviously, we're supposed to have the charity. Well, we do have the charity game Saturday, the 5th of August. And as you know, Alex playing our charity games, going to be involved in future events and stuff like that. Um, we've taken a decision to retire the number 21 jersey. That will no longer be uh, be available for any players. That's going to be left to, to Alex. That will be his jersey forever for, for 4,000 and counting. Um, I haven't spoke to Ali yet, but I will be speaking to Ali. We are going to be putting a patch on the jerseys for the 4,000 count and charity game, just a number 21. Um, nothing crazy, but just a, a, a little token of our appreciation of Alex. And we are also going to be putting a, like a book of rem remembrance out there for the boys or any fans as well. If you've got any cool Alex Graham memories, you're going to be able to write them down in there. And we we'll make sure that makes its way to his family. I'm sure there's a lot of guys I know from the pictures from some of the boys in the the charity game, just from their social medias. They were all talking about Alex and stuff like that. So they've probably got some good stories, and hopefully, you know, some happy memories for his family to read about in the future when the time comes. But it's just a just a truly tragic situation. Nothing else I can really add, except I just want to repeat, if there's anyone affected by this, our DMs are always open, whether that's the 4,000 and counting, whether that's what is private page or my yeah, private yeah, page, yeah. you just feel free to speak to us. We'll be there. All right, guys. Um, hopefully we won't be doing this again anytime soon. And stay healthy out there and look after yourselves. And please uh, show your Alex's family and girlfriend, everybody respect and whether that be just staying in your lane and not messaging or whatever that's fine like that's enough and shout out to all the people who have been calling for the respect factor because i know there's been a lot of you that are disgusted as much as we are by the speculation and by the bullshit so we appreciate these people that are, that are going to bat for alex and family as well but uh, yeah, just rest in peace. Alex. Rest in peace. On a gathering storm comes a tall, handsome man in a dusty black coat with a red right hand.